be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny freaking wrestling. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. Welcome to another edition of Rumbling Reality, where me and Travis shock the system. And we also... It's That's a, undisputed. And this is also the world's strongest podcast. And... Uh, what else can that's I do? That's the bottom line, because that's what we said. Yeah, that's all I got to think of, uh, honestly, off my head. What's up, Travis? How's everything? How's your week? Week is finally over, and I'm able to relax and kind of chill out for a little bit. What about the Ram Jam? Mm, well, Saturday night's pretty busy for me at work, so after after the end of tonight, I'll feel good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I got my <laughs> Sunday to unwind. That's... That's all right. Sundays aren't too bad to just chill and do nothing. Exactly, sir. And speaking of chilling out and doing nothing, that is what this week kind of felt like in wrestling. To a degree, <laughs> there's been some there's been some pretty good size movements here. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just so confused, man. I want to start off with Becky Lynch. Okay, go ahead. Personally, they built her up as a face. All this time, like the Rocky Balboa thing, whatever she calls herself, for all this, whatever, she's been gaining tons and tons of tons of reactions and awesome face, you know, face power. I wouldn't say heat, face uh, whatever draw, and then she turns on uh, Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam, which the crowd cheered like hell, almost like a Stone Cold kind of thing, where she's supposed to be the heel here, but the people still love her. And then instead of giving like a stone coldish promo or you know like I like I like an anti anti heel anti what's it called a- anti hero anti hero instead of doing that like a stone cold will do because I don't remember stone cold ever attacking the fans whenever he was really turning heel but whatever maybe I whatever but on her on her little spiel she was giving she was like attacking the fans while they were cheering her and it was feel, it felt really awkward. Well, it felt awkward because that's what the office is wanting her to do is to do the whole thing of hey, blame the fans type of thing. It'll get them to boo you. And, and the problem is, is I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with Becky attacking Charlotte. I'm okay with her getting this aggressive streak. But much to almost, I think you and I are kind of on a similar idea as to how this should have been delivered or at least how this should have gone. Um, I'm cool with the way Becky's got this new edge going because the whole thing of why the fans cheered her is because honestly, this is where WWE screwed up, and, and, and I truly do mean that, like as if they don't enough already. But still, um, they had a golden opportunity at SummerSlam to finally put the title back on Becky, and people were behind it. Like oh, Even yeah. I was saying, you and I were even saying it, that this was the first time in a while that we really even cared about anything Becky Lynch, and we both wanted her to win the match. Oh, yeah. And. What do you know, WWE, being WWE, decides that they're going to put it back on Charlotte instead, and instead they do the heel turn with Becky. My way of thinking of this whole thing was you finally got Becky to where you wanted her to be. She's the underdog. People are behind her. They are rooting for her to win. This is... I mean, this is basically to the degree of what they did with The Rock, with The Rock being the corporate champion back in 98. Oh, yeah. Except 
The thing with this one, though, is there was sympathy that had been built up with Becky. There was uh, that uh, that kind of motivation to go against the grain to say she fought and fought and proved herself to be worth everything that she said she was. It was almost like a, a Daniel Bryan type of situation. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. it, it wasn't built as big, obviously, but it still had that feel because people were ready for her to get the glory that she rightfully had earned. The thing that they should have done, this is my my opinion only, was Charlotte should have been the one to attack Becky after the match and go heel. Because that, at that would have made then, way more sense, honestly. It would have made way more sense. Fans were already booing Charlotte for winning the match <laughs> anyway. Know. So if they would have had Charlotte do the turn instead of Becky, one, Charlotte's actually a great heel, first off. She is. She's, uh, uh, Ric, Flair, Ric Flair was too. Yeah, and, and I think I mean, people so forget no, Ric Flair back in the day, Travis. You know, he was a heel. Yeah, yeah. It's it's no surprise that Charlotte is is a good heel because, like you said, it's in her nature. Um, Ooh, for Becky, I still think she'll be fine. Like she's gonna be good at this heel turn, but to me, it just was handled the wrong way. The wrong person turned heel right now because there was so much momentum well, behind. Even Becky. if so, man, if that didn't happen, we, things happen how they happen. Even okay, coming out on her promo on SmackDown. At the mm-hmm. very least, if she just didn't attack the fans and she just kept this edgy heel Becky Lynch to her, I'd be cool with that. But her like d- dumb dumbing down the fans and saying you're never with me and stuff, it's like that's not true. We, you know, it's like those. It wasn't actually true at all. She actually had more fans behind her, I think, than she's ever had in her career before. And she's saying she's with her, nobody hashtagged her. I don't know what she said. I mean, I saw freaking thousands and thousands and thousands of hashtags her that way her, her stuff was trending not number one but it's been it's trending multiple times i just well, uh, go ahead no, 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 oh, you, go, you go that's that's to your credit that's your point is that it's it's a situation where wwe wwe was the one that was the culprit behind this one because oh, yeah. they I, I mean we can all say for a fact that she was sent out there to do the promo that she did but I guarantee you somebody backstage told her, is like, okay, this is how you get the fans to boo you. Yeah, we got you to cheer. They, they cheered you on Sunday, but this is how you can turn them against you now. And uh, they probably tried to do the whole classic heel uh, approach of, you know, uh, run down the fans, bash them, and, and that'll make everything oh so happy and glorious again. No, that's, that's not how this works. You know, the fans were behind you. They, they were in the corner of Becky. You, you, I'm sorry, there's there's certain times when it's okay to do a heel turn like that if it's done correctly. This one was not done correctly. It, it feels it, like the Nia Jax thing where they went heel to face, back to heel, after the whole Becky, after the whole Alexa Bliss bully thing. And it just seems like there's no, lo- I mean, obviously, there's no long-term game. They only have is like a month plan. I'm like, oh, SummerSlam's over. What do we do now? Let's turn Becky heel. Let's not talk about all the months and months and months we've had her lose matches, then finally win matches, and then build up to this, and now she's like gained fans. I mean, they try so hard to make true faces and all these bi- They try so freaking hard to make all these good guys that never really work out and pan out, or good girls, or whatever, and they because actually the have somebody on their hand. I understand yeah. it's it's pretty easy to make a good heel compared to a face. You know that. Especially in this day and age. Oh, yeah. It's so easy to make a bad guy. But to yeah. make a real good guy, fans are actually like, I want to see this. I want to see her beat up, you know, whatever. You know, I, whoever is that you're going against. It's hard to make that. And they actually had it with Becky Lynch, and they're screwing it up. And it just pissing me off. 
I was so I mean, pissed off a, watching. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And it's a, it's the same thing. It's the Daniel Bryan logic. You know, that's that's how it was with Daniel Bryan too. That he got berated and beat not as much, obviously, as Becky Lynch, but they they built him to be an underdog to where, for the first time, in my opinion, in quite a long time, we had a genuine good guy superstar that people actually liked. Like it wasn't. Oh, yeah. It wasn't this whole you glorious know, or, face. you know, fa- you know, stupid yeah. little you know uh, phrases pumped in our throats. No, no, it wasn't, and it wasn't like a situation of well, some people cheer him, some people boo him. No, everybody cheered Daniel Bryan, oh, and yeah. that was the same situation with Becky Lynch. Now, is you had people uh, cheering her, getting behind her, and then they pull the carpet out from under you by having her switch, and it's like no, that's that was that was not the right heel turn that was the wrong person to do it and that was not the right time like it was it was if you wanted to turn becky heel then what you should have done first is have a match with charlotte where it was a one-on-one match between her and becky and then she loses that's when you need to start thinking of it that way like they did with eddie guerrero and Rey mysterio when Eddie and Ray were friends, they were tag team champions that fought each other at WrestleMania, but it slowly went from being a respectful friendship slash feud to then getting very personal between Eddie and Ray. That's how you do a heel turn. Mm-hmm. That's how you would flip the 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 uh, proverbial switch. Sorry. Right. That <laughs> is to build towards it in that in a one on one program, not do what they did there, where it's hey. Becky's getting cheered. Hey, let's go ahead and flip her after we put Charlotte as champion in the triple threat. Yeah. God. Mm-mm. Totally not. Totally not behind that one. <sighs> yeah, I was just. I was really. I was like, whoa. What are we doing here? Okay. Time to digress. What else? Yeah. What else was your takeaway from a SummerSlam NXT Takeover? Um, for one, uh, I know we'll get to NXT in a little while, um, but for SummerSlam. I, I mean, I gotta say, I'm I'm glad that we've got a universal champion again. Oh yeah, like I was. I'm glad we have it back finally. I wasn't sure about the whole Braun thing though. I was really confused by this. Yeah, it was. I it know was it was weird. different, and it wasn't. And it's like, oh okay, they didn't do the typical thing, but it's like. But in the, in the same sense though, is he kind of did, and and. I get the whole. I'm not gonna do it to your back. I'm gonna let you know face to face what. But I'm that ruins do. the surprise. You're still that, you're well, still being a coward, beating somebody after they just had a match. It's either way it doesn't matter. Well, for Braun though, it makes more sense with his character because he's he's called the monster among men. You don't need if you're and and I, this is where I did applaud them for it. If you're a true monster, then no, you don't have to give fair warning. Or you don't have to. I'm sorry. You you can give them a fair warning because you're telling them that hey, you're gonna lose. I'm just. I'm pretty you. sure monsters are creepy and surprise you and come out from the dark. You don't say, hey, I'm gonna come out from the dark and scare Dude, you. This is pro. This is pro wrestling. I'm, like, I'm gonna Braun come out from. Gonna I'm gonna come out from the closet myself. and scare you in five minutes. Yeah, that's not the kind of monster though that they've built with Braun. Just saying. Let's, let's face it. Uh, it's not. That's not the monster that they're trying to to portray here with him. I, I was cool with how he did it, except for the fact that even though you're letting them know that you're going to cash in after the match, the the person that you would have done it against still would have just had a match. That's what I just said. Yeah, so they were still weak. Like to me, the more impactful thing would be if you're going to do that and you're going to announce that you're going to cash in your money in the bank. 
then you need to do it while they're fresh and have it as a one-on-one. Like, you know, that would actually that be kind of cool, though, if you beat Brock Lesnar up and it would be in Braun versus Reigns. That would have been way different. I think so, too. But I, in, in my own humble opinion, again, that's just one of those things <laughs> where if they wanted to do that, they shouldn't have had him say, after this match, it, it would have been more of a thing of, like, no, you can get your match, but you're going to get it after this. Or, you know, uh, it come out tomorrow, like, Everything done the same. Reigns beats Lesnar. Reigns comes out, does the open challenge thing. But instead, Braun walks out with the money in the bank and says, I'm going to go ahead and you can do your little open challenge, but I'm cashing in on you right now. So now you really do have a legit monster on your hand. Now you have a guy who doesn't give a damn if you're weak or if you're full, 100% ready to go. He's still going to step up to you and you're going to get your ass kicked. That's just how it is. Mm -hmm. And that would have been more impactful for Braun, in my opinion. Not to say that they what they did was wrong. It just didn't make a whole... There was a little bit that didn't quite make sense. Not too much to where people really cared, but there was still just enough to where even I was like, uh, it's still... So his money in the bank's gone now, right? He's officially gone? No, because the bell never rang. Oh, so okay. the match never happened. Even Michael Cole put that over on commentary. Okay, that since. Since the bell didn't ring before the shield attack, which that's what we're going to get to here. Let's go. Let's, um, we can go back to SummerSlam. I kind of want to get into that since we're already talking about Braun anyway. So I'm kind of yeah. confused by this. Why? Me too. I, mean, I get. I get the shield return. They want to do this. They wanted to do this anyways earlier in the year. But it's like Dean Ambrose has this awesome singles edge already. You're yeah. you're, you're ruining that. You're confusing the hell out of me because Braun's supposed to be the face here. Seth Rollins, exactly. Seth Rollins also awesome, one of your top faces, arguably, yes. right now. Is And Dean Ambrose is top face. Roman Reigns is top heel. <laughs> I mean... Well, we'll go, we'll go top 50-50. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm just confused. I was like, I was like, I was excited to see it. I was like, what is this? I mean, fans didn't know to boo or cheer. It's like, once again, you're blurring the line so much, it almost becomes not intriguing. Exactly, and that's and that was the problem I had with it too. Because I, as the whole time that I'm watching this, yeah, I'm happy the shield's back, but at the same time, I started thinking, and this is again like you're saying, this is where you're doing too much of the blurring of the lines to where you don't know what to do as a fan, because we have Braun Strowman, who the fans are solidly behind, oh, yeah. as you could tell, and then all of a sudden you hit them with the return of the shield. <laughs> But it's like, wait, wait, they're attacking another face that is really over right now, and they're doing it so that they can save their brother from having to defend the universal title. That's a heel tactic. That's not a face tactic. I mean, if they want to go the heel route and make Shield original heels, I think in the long run, fine. that would be awesome. That, yeah, and I would really enjoy in. that, but it's not going to happen. It, the way that... <laughs> They're going to have, and then they're going to put Seth Rollins in single matches against Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, who are supposed to be heels. What is going on? It makes it makes no sense whatsoever. This is, like you said, this is where the 50-50 booking is actually going to come back and bite everybody. Because they don't know who to cheer for. And that's the problem. And, and that's the problem I have with the whole 50-50 booking mentality anyway, yeah. is that... That's not what wrestling was built on. Wrestling uh, Jim just Cornette like would life. also love to get into this one. <laughs> yeah, because you have you have good guys and you have bad guys. Period. That's just life. That's a life yeah. thing. 
Yeah, there's this. I, I get it. They want to try to go more of the life that. Well, you know, not everything is black and white. There's a gray area. Yeah, I get do it. Do that with certain. Do that with certain angles and stuff. Not with your top faces and top heels who are who are arguably not able to get all the way over anymore. Well, and then let's face it too. This is a TV show, and in every TV show, you have clearly a good guy and you have clearly a bad guy. Period. And that's, that's they do part blur of what those lines these days too. Honestly. But not, but not as much. Let's not face as much it. for sure. Yeah, you know WWE's there right now. They're, they're notorious for it right now. I swear. Yes, it's 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 like you said. It goes back to it's cool on one hand, but right now you're making it really really confusing as to what we're supposed to do as an audience here. Like, do we just is this just cheer for for anybody at this point? Like, do whatever because that's not going to work either. Because you're never going to have a solid heel or a solid face if you do that. And it's like, okay, so this is, does this, like you said, does this make the Shield heels now? Is <laughs> Roman officially a full heel? <laughs> is Rollins turning heel? Because he just came off of this program with Ziggler and McIntyre, which is still seemingly going, and they're going to add it into a tag match with Dean and Seth against uh, McIntyre and Ziggler, like you said. There's, there's too much... Too much question here. And to me, it's like, like, it's like, oh, well, you're talking about it. Obviously, it's intri- intriguing or whatever. It's like, it's kind of the opposite. It's almost where I'm like, I'm losing interest. I'm like, not like, I'm not feeling this as much. No, I'm because not. I'm having because I'm having to contemplate like, every single thing. Instead of yes. worrying about who's going to fight or who's going to win the match, I'm thinking, why is this even happening? <laughs> yeah. Nice. It, it, like we've said, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I get it. I get it. They did. They have done Stone Cold the Rock. Those, but guess what? Back in the day, either Stone Cold was the heel or the Rock was the heel. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Be like, oh, well, did mean, they did this and this and this? Well, when they had Taker versus Stone Cold, Taker was definitely the heel. Stone Cold was the face. I mean, yeah. I mean, right now you have all the guys, all faces, all going against each other. And I really enjoyed Finn Balor versus Reigns on Raw. By the way, very, very good. And I was watching something else too where. So far, every match that Balor and Reigns have ever had with each other one-on-one have been really good. They ha- I know. They have really good chemistry. And it's simply because they can pull off the whole Finn is the smaller guy taking on the powerhouse and Roman Reigns. It's an easy story to tell. So you have that fast, athletic guy against the big, the big brute, but yet there's still enough of a chance that this little guy is a lot he can beat this guy he can still win yeah i agree and i i, I don't know i really I, their chemistry something about that match is like whoo this is like a this is almost this is better than half the SummerSlam matches <laughs> yeah speaking of that um going into it why am i the only one that noticed and i don't think so but it seemed like another reason why maybe the wwe titles should close out the show is that uh, after the Samoa Joe AJ Styles match, the crowd sort of went dead. Mm-hmm. Like the the very next match that took place after that, and I say match, not segment, because the Elias segment followed after. But the very next match was the Daniel Bryan versus Miz match, which I was extremely stoked for. I know. And it felt like the crowd was barely into it, I know. and they had a good match. They did. I was like, what the hell's going on? This is. This is weird. Like, why are people not into this? And but then it was it was that same way through the rest of the night. It was just that the crowd just was not with a whole lot of the matches anymore. Ronda Rousey's match, even they weren't really there for it either. So it was like 
Uh, I just the whole Ronda thing, man. I don't know. It's like I get it. She's exciting and she can do a few moves. But I just think somebody who is women's champion, I want to see them in a 15 to 20 minute pro wrestling match. We know she can do some, you know, moves that blur the lines again and make you think, oh, this is kind of real. This is kind of whatever. But I'm just saying, if you have the women's championship title, Raw or SmackDown, you should be able to have a 15 to 20 minute match with pro wrestling moves, at least 10 to 15 moves. Sure, sure. And I'm just not. I just. I'm just like it's just all publicity, all stunts, and I'm so. I'm. I'm over it. I, I'm over. I like Ronda Rousey as a person. She's usually a nice lady, she, girl, whatever. She definitely loves wrestling in her heart. You can tell she's loved wrestling too, or all, even through her UFC career, she's always loved right. her wrestling. But just because you love her wrestling and you're an athlete in another industry doesn't mean you should be the top person right that quick. Well, and then I. And I and I get your heel or face. I don't care what they put her as. If she was a heel, right. I would still be pissed off. I wouldn't care. I just think if you're going to be, in, I mean, even Brock Lesnar. At least Brock Lesnar had a ton of pro, pro wrestling background. Where I know back in the day he used to have pro wrestling matches. Yeah. Well, and 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 that goes to your credit too. And your point is that I, while I do think Rousey probably is going to uh, and actually is very capable of having a 15, 20 minute match potentially. Um, I say potentially just because we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But I do think she does have the capability of doing so. But I think WWE has been—they've been trying to just keep building her as this unstoppable, uh, as they call her, the baddest woman on the planet. So I think they're really trying to just hammer that home that this woman is legitimately a badass who can beat anybody at any time. Yeah. And I'm and I'm totally okay with that. You know who's I, a girl who can beat up anybody every time and eat up some I can't talk. Oh my god, I ruined that. Do you know the woman <laughs> who can beat up anybody every time that they've ruined Oscar? I I started thinking this actually too when they did the whole segment on SmackDown with Becky and Charlotte is like Oh my God! There's Oscar. Wait, I have not seen Oscar really on TV in something meaningful in weeks. Uh, well, like I think longer than that. Me- I, well, you actual just, meaningful? It- oh my God! Her last real storyline was with Ellsworth. It, well, not even that. It was the Carmella thing that yeah, that was what Money in the Bank. But that didn't really well, stick out it? to me. That's why I say yeah. Well, Ellsworth was Ellsworth is involved. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, that so that makes sense. So she's really only been out of a program for about a month. We'll say. But I think she's been hurt. But still, she actually was hurt. I heard. But still, I mean, she's wrestled in dark matches. She's been on TV, but she hasn't really been in a meaningful match. It's like, wow, what are they doing? Like, this is this is not right. Like, this Oscar should be one of the main women you're focusing on. And, I know, and I, I don't want to be all complaining podcast and bitch and complain. It seems like we're doing that today. But it's like, it's like, don't give us all these things to bitch and gripe about. Well, and it's tal- It's not like we're bitching and moaning about, uh, you know, the the people that they are pushing as opposed to the people they're not. Yeah. What we're bitching about is the people that they are pushing are very talented, but then you're doing nothing with the talent. Like, you push them to what seemingly looks like sky's the limit, and then and nothing. Do you, uh, one of the writers on RumblingRumors.com wrote a really good piece, Gordon Gordon Rupa, he, uh, he wrote about Asuka turning heel. Do you think she'll turn officially heel? Eventually, but not right now. Oh, okay. I, I just want to see what your what your take was on that. Uh, you know what, Travis? What what? Let's turn this around. What was one of your favorite things that happened at SummerSlam that you liked? 
I did enjoy thoroughly the the Styles Joe match, and I did I did like how they did the whole the whole storyline was in my opinion at first it was a it was a little eh for me, but then the more they started ramping up on the personal aspects of it, the more it actually got my attention better, and Joe dude Joe and Styles just put on a hell of a match period. And I'm glad the feud. Yeah, continued. I thought so too. I, I liked it. I didn't like the ending, but I liked it. I I, I was I'm a little eh on the ending. Also, like you are, I wasn't I wasn't really a fan of it. I didn't hate it necessarily either. It was just kind of like I was indifferent to okay, it. Okay, so know? when does the video game come out so we know when AJ Styles' title reign is going to end? <laughs> well, the the game comes out, I believe, October 9th. Okay, here's my thing. Out. I just really don't want to see Samoa Joe lose another high-caliber match. I know. I God, I'm so sick thing. of that. So are they going to have disqualifications all the way up until October and then JJ Styles loses it, lose it to Samoa? I don't know. My thing is, I think what we'll eventually see is, I think Joe is going to be the guy that beats Styles, but I don't think that's going to be until the, uh, the Australia show, the Super Showdown. Uh, because Whoa. at that point... The okay. game would have already been released, and I think what WWE no is pun trying intended. to avoid super showdown the right. game being released, right? Sorry. I think what WWE is trying to do um, with the month of October is they eliminate they they have only the one paper. Well, they have two technically. They've got the Evolution pay per view, the all women's pay per view, but that's not till the end of the month. So you really only have essentially one huge pay per view, as opposed to Wait, where we had the greatest four right? rumble. Do what? Super Showdown, the Super Showdown, Super Showdown, and Evolution, both on October, right? Yes, yes. So, which one is going to be the trick, and which one's going to be the treat, Travis? Which one will be better? Um, from in my opinion, yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Looking at it right now, which one would be the mess up one? Will be the you know, or, Evolution's you know. not going to be good. You don't think so? I just, I just hope, I just, I have. A I feeling, hope I'm wrong. I know. I hope. I hope you're wrong too. But I just, I just like. God, if it, if, it, if it, like, bombs... If it bombs, you can't say anything online because you'll get attacked. <laughs> oh, no, the hell you the hell you can't say anything online. I'm just saying. I if said, you say something online, like, oh, the girls couldn't do it or whatever. So, I mean, oh, don't say that. I'm not going to say the girls couldn't do it, but what I am going to say right off the bat is something I said on Twitter when they announced the damn thing to begin with was anybody who's praising WWE for doing the whole all-women's pay-per-view... First off, there are other women promotions that have been doing shows for many, many years already. And secondly, TNA's already beat them to the punch. They did an all-women's pay-per-view. So WWE's not anything doing – they're not doing anything brand new. This isn't revolutionary. The only reason they get the spotlight they are is because they're WWE, and that's it. Um, and honestly, with the – the Alexa Bliss Trish match that's announced, that has a chance to be good. The other rumored match between Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella, for real? That's no. your main event? I that's was, what you're I was like, I, I was like, oh my god, is this are you 100%? I'm, you know. Nick, first off, Nikki would get killed. In real and life, she yes. should get killed. Like, literally, you're going to put Nikki Bella against Ronda Rousey. Let's really analyze this for a second. Nikki doesn't stand a snowball's chance in hell. Seriously. There's in no legitimate form or fashion would Nikki Bella ever cause any real threat I know, to Ronda Rousey. I know, it's typical, like, almost like diva-ish girl versus, you know, somebody who's an actual real life fighter. 
It, yeah, that's exactly what I what I'm saying about that. I mean, look back to the the women's Royal Rumble earlier this year when it was down to Oscar and Nikki Bella. Again, I'm saying this. Sorry to be a little disrespectful for Nikki Bella fans, but Nikki took one of the worst bump eliminations ever. <laughs> she gets kicked in the leg and then falls backwards. <laughs> If you're going to get kicked in the leg, and mind you, this was a situation where Asuka was down and she kicked her in the kneecap. So if somebody's going to kick you in the kneecap, you're going to fall face first. You're not going to go backwards. Yeah, that's so, true. So literally, they show her kicking her in the kneecap, and then Nikki does a quick jump off and takes a back bump. No, sorry. You, you screwed up, girl. You should have gone Speaking the other way. Speaking of Nikki Bella... Yeah, kind of. Uh, whatever, tangent real quick. John Cena is in the best shape of his freaking life. <laughs> Why Have you seen the John world? Cena? Yeah, yeah, dudes. Go to rumblingrumors.com. I posted a video of John Cena and how he looks. He is a freaking beast. He looks like a freaking real-life superhero. He's so shredded. And it's so funny because yes. The Rock and Cena, whenever they really kind of left WWE, that's when, they got, that's when they got the most best shape of their life. Yeah, yeah. I think it's and, because they had more downtime, honestly. I think so, too. And if you they follow The Rock time. and or John Cena before WWE, they've always been into fitness. Always. People always. are saying, oh, he's juicing. I personally don't think John Cena's like that. I, I'm a huge John Cena fan, obviously, but I'm thinking he used to be in a natural bodybuilding competition. They used to yeah. test like crazy for that. If anybody's not juicing, I would think John Cena is one of those guys who does not juice. And honestly, to get that low a body fat percentage, it just makes you look crazier. But it doesn't mean he like gained 50 pounds of muscle since he's been gone. He just shredded up. People don't yeah. understand the concept. Oh, he's juicing. I just don't think he's juicing. I don't think he is either. I, as a matter of fact, I've said this numerous times. Uh, and even CNN, when they did their coverage. Of On the steroid ring? Yeah, back when the Crispin Wall situation took place, mm -hmm. they had they had an exclusive interview with Cena where they point blank asked him, and they said, "Have you, uh, or are you using, or have you ever used steroids?" And he said, "No, I have not." He said, "I don't, I don't have a need to use them." Uh, and honestly, I totally believe it because, like you said, John Cena natural uh, originally was looking to become a bodybuilder. A and natural bodybuilder. He was doing it nat. Yes, that's that's the a whole key, different kind of a. Uh whole different uh, area than the actual bodybuilders do. Yes, and he and he was. He was going out for a natural bodybuilder, and it just so happened that that didn't work out, so he went to WWE instead. Yeah, no, I don't think Cena's juicing at all. I think he just knows his body. He knows how to take care of it. He knows what he needs to do to he, maintain People are saying he did look kind of older. Do you think he does look a little bit older with all that stuff, though? His hair grown out a little bit and is really shredded. It did give him a little bit older persona. I don't know why. Like, look... Yeah, a little bit, but it doesn't matter because, I mean, I, the, the dude's I in freaking phenomenal shape, I period. Know. Like, I honestly look forward to seeing when he does appear on WWE TV again because that that dude is going to look super Am I the only one who wants to see Cena back in general? Because it seems like he's one of those guys who actually has good matches with everybody he's with. He does that, yeah, especially in his later years. he brings out the years. fire in people. He, like, he, like, knows buttons to push when he's doing promos. That gets the other person going, too. Well, especially in the latter part of his career, like yes. we can, we we all can agree that yes, while Cena has a lot of classic matches in his, uh, we'll say, we'll say pre two thousand ten John Cena. Um, obviously, the ones with Shawn Michaels are right up there. He had several great matches with Edge. 
He had great matches with Chris Jericho. He's got a list of guys that are legit in-ring generals that have all said that the guy is legit. Is he's a he's a good wrestler, but we all know that he made his name off of the the five moves of doom that we used to give him so much stuff for. And it really wasn't until about 2011, and it all started with the CM Punk feud that we started seeing John Cena the wrestler. And we saw how good and how versatile he was and how he was willing to change things up and add something to his offense that we didn't see before. And we got to see how agile he was, too. Yep. And on another tangent again, I just got a uh, little news thing. It says, Up, Up, Down, Down receives Guinness World Record honor. Interesting. Uh, Xavier Woods, you know, obviously. With more than 1.6 million subscribers, Xavier Woods' Up, Up, Down, Down on YouTube is now recognized as the most subscribed to celebrity video game channel by Guinness World Records. Nice. Kind of cool. He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah, that is. Congrats to you, Xavier Woods. Yeah. Uh, speaking of other stuff, though, um, of all the news that hit, I believe it was yesterday, uh, to me, the big news of it is Neville is officially no longer under WWE contract. Yep, that's true. He is he is officially a free guy. However, where there is some questions at is whether he has the 90-day no-compete clause against him still or not. But, I saw somebody's little funny thing online. It was like, he has no WWE contract, but he's still at the 205 Live contract. He can still surprise us. I was thinking, is this... Is this, like, is this serious? Is this guy I, I, serious, or is he really not realized that he is? <laughs> I was laughing yeah. at myself. I want to. I want to call him out. I was like, it's whatever. Yeah, if, if somebody is genuinely thinking that, <laughs> all I can think to myself is, you really need to look twice, my friend. Talk about blurring the lines, right? Uh, right. <laughs> you not only blurred the lines, you just completely erased the fucking thing. Yeah. Like that's what it happened. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, what else happened, Travis? Uh, this last uh, week or so, um, there's a lot of there's actually a lot of news-wise stuff. Um, dang, um, what's up? We talked about, <laughs> talked about. I know we talked about Becky Lynch. What else did we talk about? Um, let me pull up RumblingRumors.com to refresh my uh, mind. Memory. Yes, memories. Oh, <laughs> internet's going slow. What's new? Oh, man. Man, you know what I'm excited about is next week we've got the all-in event, finally. And you're going – oh, no, Tyler is going to it. Tyler is? Yeah, Tyler is going to it. Our friend Tyler growing up is going to freaking all-in. Really? Yeah, George told me. He bought tickets. Wow. I know. See, I tried, to do, I tried to do the same thing, but by the time I got it, uh, no. It was – the only seats that were available were nosebleed, and I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like, that's, I'm not oh, paying nosebleed Travis, seats for. I forgot to. We gotta talk about Randy Orton. And and which part? Uh, his hands down his pants part. Yeah, you know what that. Uh, I know. But I want to get your take on it. So let me uh, summarize people who don't know. Randy Orton is in huge headlines. Even Fox News and other, other places are covering it because back in the day, he used to put his hands down his pants, or supposedly, and ask and like try to shake, film the crew in the backs, hands, new people, whatever. And I guess now people are coming out past uh, creative creative writers and stuff saying he. Uh, I mean, basically, they're not commenting on if he did it or not, which makes people think he did do it, but. This was a different time period, no? Or should he be outed now? 
again, different time period. Happened a long time ago. I don't think he's doing it now. So it's like, um, no. Just... It, it's done and over with, so just leave it alone. You know what I mean? I mean, That's... It's, it's making crazy. I mean, I had a uh, Gordon send me a picture of a fan in the crowd uh, of the of the ramp on SmackDown, and the guy the guy to sign it says, "Randy Orton shook my hand." <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" That's the coolest thing ever. I know, but it's you know it's getting some traction. I mean, it, it's got actually it's gotten a lot of traction. I mean, there's it's still getting covered. And I think supposedly this still beginning of stages. It's just, and it, it goes back to what we've said on this podcast. I think we just said it on uh, the podcast last week, and I'm still sticking firm with it. I, I'm I'm kind of over people trying to bring old stuff up and make it a problem for people now. If you had an issue with it back then, you should have brought it up back then. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of like we thought last week, last week too, and way before that. It just everybody gets so butthurt over everything. I mean, if it's a legitimate thing, like you know, he like sexually actually sexually assaulted somebody, that'd be different. Right. But a little like guy joke, putting his hands down his pants and saying "shake my hand." I mean, I personally don't see anything. It's not like well, I mean, come on. I mean, in high school, we did so much stupid stuff. Yeah, but remember, this is also. I mean, bad. you can't even go online and say man buns are stupid. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I know. Uh, and it doesn't even matter that I actually do believe that, but... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, my Facebook's more of like a private thing, so I actually don't, I don't like, add people, like, socially. Twitter and my Instagram are made for, you know, fans and stuff. But Facebook, uh, I, don't think, I don't think Travis... Travis's Facebook's kind of, was it, private-ish too, right? It, it is private. Yeah. You, like, you can't see any of my stuff. Yeah, it's mostly just family here, stuff. But... Well, you can't see it, but it's so funny because it's real quick. Travis was basically just saying people who have man buns and different things or, you know, they have a vaginas. He was being, he was just joking. He was just joking around, you know, he's just having fun. And then, you know, I guess somebody called him out and said him he's homophobic and all this stuff. And I was thinking, oh my God, you cannot, like, make a simple joke anymore. That's like a joke that would have been normal, like, five, ten years ago, five years ago. But now, like, saying, like, somebody has a vagina is, like, a really bad thing. He's not, like, degrading women. He's just saying man buns are kind of fruity. That's exactly what I'm saying, and they are. <laughs> and if you listen to this podcast, you have a man bun. That's fine. You know why? Because Travis has long hair. He's not going to call. He's not going to. He's not going to not be friends with you because you have a man bun. He just thinks it's. He just want to make a joke. I just about don't it. think. I just don't think it's a manly thing to wear. Yeah. It's, you it, ever been to a comedy show? They cannot point out anything. <laughs> it's like. Right. It's. It was dumb. It, it was a dumb thing that happened there. It was. It was. A, but it was a little bit more. Up, Travis is because that same stuff, that same feel, is going on in the wrestling with Randy Orton. This kind of stuff these days. Yeah, and it's it's horrible. It's it's like nobody can do anything anymore, and I'm like, God, this. It's just it's just getting to the point where not it's already redundant, and it's just like just come on, leave. Can we just not be funny anymore? Can we not just leave things as what they are and just have fun with life? Because if not, then I really don't care to to socialize with much people then. Because if you can't take a joke, then I don't really want to talk to you. Do you ever wonder so. if it's one of those things where is if, are we just getting older and like like out of times? Like, you know what I mean, is it like one of those things where like we're the old people now and the young people like – not young, we're not old, but you know, you're not old. But I'm just saying, like, we're like, you know, the 14 year olds and to the 18 year olds, they're the ones who run the social media pretty much, you know. It's like, is what they think going now, and it's like, we're the old people now, and thinking, well, maybe we should not make jokes anymore. 
Maybe we should yeah, just, maybe we should just uh, all be uh, robots. Yeah, we should never. None of us should make fun of anything. We shouldn't have a sense of humor. We shouldn't have this. We shouldn't have that. Well, first off, because I'm sure everybody goes back to because it's a way of bullying. No, it's really not. I mean, again, I already get fed up with how much there is about. Um, hey, this, I got bullied this, in high school. I'm fine. Yeah, I got bullied at one. I'm point not saying it's right or wrong, but little small little jokes that you're just joking around with somebody, and it's in general, is not bullying. Bullying is well, like saying you're fat, go to hell, and die. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then on top of that, it's one of those things where it's like, no, I, what I don't like is how everybody is claiming to be bullied this day and age. I get it. It's a, it's a, it's a good issue to take up. But in the same sentence, not everybody is bullied. And believe me, if somebody just simply calls you a name. Unless it's a degrading name, you know, and when I and we all know what I mean by degrading. But like you mm-hmm. said, if somebody calls you fat or stupid or something like that, that's not bullying. That's just somebody being stupid themselves. And listen, if you can't grow a thick skin and move on from those, then you got other issues that you need to worry about first. You got to stop being so sensitive in this world. That's why I was so amazed when uh, the Alexa Bliss do that like heart bullying against Nia Jax thing. I was like, that's actually yeah. pretty. That's actually pretty. It was pretty daring by the video. I was like, okay, kudos to you and guys. And they still got backlash from it. It still got huge backlash. Yeah, and it was ridiculous then too. And we came to the defense of it because we were like, really? This is what you're supposed to do. I know. That's the whole point of making a bad person a bad person. It's like these people, when they grow up and have regular normal jobs, they're going to have to face clients who are rude, mean, those kind of things. If you can't handle simple jokes or simple little things, then you're not going to be able to have a life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, whatever. Uh, we, we got off track a little bit today. <laughs> Oh, well, it still goes with it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why I'm trying to pull Alexa Bliss and those things in here. Oh, man. Uh, anything else you want to conclude, Travis, on this podcast today? Or not conclude. Anything else you want to bring up? You know, I was actually looking through to see what we uh, what we may have missed, if there was anything huge going on there. Um, but I don't really see where we uh, – oh, unless we want to talk real quick about how Stone Cold actually got confused for being Goldberg at a Waffle House. <laughs> I'm sure it's happened a lot to his life, though, and vice versa. Oh, I mean, probably, but the fact that Stone Cold was one that put it up on his own Twitter and said that, so today I got called Goldberg. <laughs> He's like, we look nothing alike, and he puts up a picture of the two of them where they look exactly alike. It's like, he's doing that on purpose just to make That's people funny. laugh. Yeah. Oh, Baron Corbin. What about Mr. Baron Corbin? He's the main guy now on, on Raw GM. What do you think about it? I, I think it's gonna be dumb. I don't know. I'm, I'm in a weird place with Baron Corbin. I'm actually been kind of digging his little Constable Corbin thing because it, he's kind of like a conniving little heel, you know. It, I, I kind of like it. I mean, kind of, it kind of gives me like a he, he still has some uh, edges to smooth over and stuff, but it makes him really like focus on his talking skills, which I think it's really gonna benefit him. I can see that. I can really see that. So does this mean does this mean Kurt Angle's going to a full time position or a part time wrestling position or what? That's uh, I mean I think that's kind of up in the air. I I haven't seen anything that's been uh, reported news wise as to whether or not this Bleacher is a report. Uh, you no, know, the people are actually talking about it today. They're saying is this going to be the time? It, I mean it may be. Uh, it very well may be. But you know I'm also that guy that thinks that this is just a way to 
put Angle off TV for a little while because maybe they maybe they really did think he was kind of uh, running his course as GM, and they're just trying to keep things fresh. You know, my my old deal is I think they're going to end up bringing him back, and it's going to turn into another co-GM situation with Corbin and Angle, like it was with Austin and, and Bischoff. Yeah. Um. Brock Lesnar's future. I mean, we do we want to talk about that, or do we want? Or do, I mean, nah, I'm tired of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I've had my Brock Lesnar fill for yeah. WWE for a while. Who, who's so. your pick for May Young Classic? As of right now, for, for the May Young Classic, I right? Mean, there's now. a lot of people, so I mean, I'm not sure if you, you know. Well, let me think here for a second because I did watch uh, the competitors. So let me. I, th- I thought, what's like her name? Ty Tyanara Conti. Oh, oh, from NXT. Yeah, I follow yeah. her like crazy on Instagram. She is. Oh man. Yeah, she's 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 a knockout in more ways than one. Ooh, impact pun. <laughs> um, I also I also really like uh, Ray Ripley. I like Ray Ripley too. She was impressive last year. Um, I'm still one to say that I like Tony Storm. Tony uh, Storm. To uh, what's her name? Zaya Brookside. Super awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Zaya Brookside. I love she's... her. I love her look and and style is different too. Yeah, she's apparently she's made a lot of waves in uh, in the UK already on their indie scene. And isn't and she's, uh, she's, she's also uh, one of the trainers' uh, dad, daughter. Right? Exactly, which is yeah, she's Robbie, uh, Robbie Brookside. Yeah. Yes, Robbie Brookside. So who I is also honestly, a legend in British wrestling? So yeah, you're right. I honestly think that's going to be a, uh, a factor for her in the long run. I really hope this this May Young Classic really is good. The, and this the this is one of those things though that makes me upset though that they still haven't done a cruiserweight classic uh, for the second year. So it's like that one was a one off, but we're gonna have May Young as an annual thing. And I'm like, no, you gotta have both. Like, give me the give me another cruiserweight classic because that tournament was freaking fire, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. This honestly, this May Young Miss May Young Classic looks pretty stacked. It does. It looks really sad. I, mean, I, I mean, I have, have not looked at the actual everybody till right now. Like every single person, woman, and wow, it's it's pretty sick. I don't know who I want to go for. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of a lot of talent there this year. Um, I think another one that is a is a one to look out for. Well, two of them actually that have a good chance. Um, two of them. I'm going for Santina Marilla. Oh my lord. Uh, anyway, there was two former Impact champions that are in the tournament now. Um, Ashley Rain, who goes yeah, by Madison that. Rain in TNA. That's she who I had, thought it was. See, I don't watch Impact. I was like, is this that Ma- is that that Rain girl from Impact? Okay, I knew it was her. Yep, it's that's her. And then they've also got uh, a woman who goes by the who used to go by the name in Impact as Sienna. She, I, I honestly forget what her uh, what her real name is right off the bat, this, and what it, she's going by in this tournament. But she's. Sienna? That's that's her ring name from Impact. I can't remember what her her name that she's like going by. Sounds of Zelina and Cien Almas's name. I know, right? But <laughs> she was using it before them. So, oh, okay. uh, but yeah, her. I actually would favor her too. Who's Tegan Knox? Peraza? Huh? Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. That's I don't know. There might be not. Uh, there there might not be another athlete in Man Classic with more upside than than Wales Tegan Knox. Huh. I mean, I didn't. I we'll didn't see. Heard about her. I also think we need to keep an eye on Io Shirai, who is a huge, huge get for this tournament. Um, she's a great female wrestler from Japan. So yeah. 
she's she's one to look out for. And then honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what what she does. I'm looking to see how Caitlyn looks coming back to WWE. So who? Caitlyn. Oh yeah. I know. Right now, I don't have as much fanfare behind it either. She was but, she was like the typical diva. Exactly, and I remember, as a matter of fact, George and I had this same conversation because he put her as like the face of the division at that time. And maybe my for a response, tiny, tiny bit. I, I honestly would still say that she wasn't the face of that division. George was still like AJ girls, Lee, the big boobs. Well, AJ Lee to me was that face of that. Hell division. yeah, it was. Sorry, Georgie Porgy. But I mean, I think he was referring to the time when, yes, they were still mainly considered divas, and oh, yeah, yeah, you had. You had Caitlyn. Eve Torres was really starting to pick up at that time too. She um, she was like the better one out of there, but even she didn't have she wasn't like crazy good yet. Like and like compared to the girls now. Right, exactly, and I agree with that too. Um, it's I, like yeah. it's almost like who was the best out of the worst kind of thing. <laughs> that pretty much is how it was. Um, which I mean, we got to remember we still had Beth Phoenix at that time too. Oh Beth yeah, Phoenix God, and Italia. Beth Phoenix had a whole bunch of actual talent to wrestle with. Wow. Oh yeah, there could have been so much, so much more with Beth Phoenix if she would have, if she was just born in the wrong era. You could, like, you could exactly. You can just tell from certain areas, eras with women. You can tell which ones were actually trained professional wrestling style, actually had training, and the ones who were just thrown in there, been there for less than a year. Yeah, and you know, while we're while we're on there uh, talking about like who was who was good, who wasn't, I actually made a statement on uh, Instagram on somebody's post saying that Trish wasn't a good wrestler. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Okay, let's let's look at this for a second. Well, I said a long Trish, time ago she too, first, I said she wasn't the amazing people hold her out to be. Well, in the beginning, she was not. Mm-hmm. By no means. She was not good at all. But near the end of her career, dude, nobody could say that she was a bad wrestler. Yeah, oh nobody. yeah. We talked before, like a month or two ago, I, I, thought, I said the same thing. Toward the end of her career, 100%. Beginning, she was the typical diva. Absolutely, but she worked. Like she's a she is the definition of somebody who worked to get better, yes, and she 100%. got better. She got better each time. And the people that she had, when you really think about that raw women's roster from back in our childhood, like the two thousand two, two thousand three, we had Jazz, Molly Holly, Victoria, Trish, Lita. We actually had a really good stable of women's wrestlers at that time. Yeah. So they were the ones that were the predecessors to what we now have as the women's quote-unquote uh, evolution. And can you imagine if we would have had them in this era as well? Oh, man. Man, we would have had such a killer female roster that it would have been unreal. I agree with that. Uh, anything? Any, any last final words before we die? Well, I'm not looking to die, but no, I think <laughs> I think we kind of covered some pretty good bases for today. NXT was a great show as normal. Um, I don't really, have, I I didn't have really anything bad to say about it. Um, I thought it was a great show overall. I just hope the Gargano Champa feud is is done and over with. Yeah, I hope I hope they're done and over with too. Well, Travis, our internet, my internet is going out, or yours is, or hers is, or Facebook's going out. I don't know. Let's end this on a good note. Nice little podcast today. Thank you for joining us, Travis. You get the outing.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, as normal, thank you for listening, as we always do. And I want to say, hey, if you want to follow us, go follow Ramsey at WWE Ramsey on Twitter. Follow me at Travis underscore Falhark. Go follow Rumbling Rumors as well at Rumbling Rumors. You can also like us on Facebook. Visit us at rumblingrumors.com for non-spoilers, all wrestling articles, and free HD wallpaper designed by Ramsey himself. Oh, yeah. Alright guys, have a great weekend. We'll see you here next Saturday. We gotta say peace today. See you guys. Bye.